Welcome back to the Georgia 2024 show. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. I'll go into our guests in a minute. Uh, we're not in the studio today. We're uh, on the road, obviously. We'll be back in the studio next week. Um, we are really focused on the local jurisdictions uh, at the Georgia 24 show. So we're going to go into multiple counties today and districts, uh, GOP leadership specifically, and talk about what's going on in the counties. We're brought to you by the Georgia Record, so please vote or please go to georgiarecord.com, sign up for our email list, and sign up for our no ad subscriptions. Um, let me tell you a quick story. We were deplatformed off 25 Silicon Valley networks. Uh, two years ago at CD Media. We lost uh, MailChimp, Twitter, Facebook, Google, Google Ads, uh, Mail, uh, Patreon, PayPal, CJ Affiliate, Stripe, just go down the list of 25 platforms. So we can't get Google Ads. Uh, we, we have them on some of our smaller sites, but they really don't produce a lot of revenue. Um, and we, we bring in direct advertisers. So one, if you're an advertiser, uh, please contact us and, and, and come into our de direct advertising platform that we're building across all of CD Media, but also sign up for our no ad subscriptions. I know people don't like ads, they don't like the pop-ups, but go to our no ad subscription on any of our sites, sign up, and you get access to all of our sites, 12 sites at last count globally uh, for all of our news with no advertisements. Uh, people love it. You can sign up monthly or yearly subscription, get it out of the way, and really help us with revenue because we don't get revenue from the big advertisers because we're deplatformed uh, because we tell the truth. It's very simple. So with that, I want to talk about who we're having on today. We have Stephanie Andres from Fulton to give us an update on what's going on there since she took over the party. Donna Watson is going to join us from the sixth district where she's running for the GOP chair. And David Oles uh, is running for the 11th district GOP chair. So they're going to all join us. Bill Quinn may talk to us a bit as well. Uh, about what's going on in Cherokee County specifically with some interesting news with Governor Kemp. We'll get that to, to that at the end of the show. So with that, I want to bring on uh, Donna, who basic Donna Watson, who is a candidate for the 6th District GOP chair. We spoke to her earlier this week, and uh, we pre-taped it, so I'm going to bring her on now. So we spoke with Donna Watson, who is a candidate for the 6th District in Georgia GOP chair, and she had some interesting things to say about that area of uh, Metro Atlanta. Welcome to the show, Donna. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So uh, just let's just start off. How, why do you want to run for the chair of the 6th District for the grand old party? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. And sometimes I question my own sanity. I'm interested in the 6th Congressional District for quite a while. Um, I've lived in it since 1988. And um, it was very much a red district when I moved here. And um, over the years, uh, we had good Republican leadership. And then all of a sudden we didn't because um, Lucy Macbeth became my congresswoman. And that's actually the um, impetus, if that's the right word, that got me involved in the Republican Party. Because um, literally, I thought I've been a Republican my whole life. I've always gone out and voted. I have never not voted. And then... But I thought, well, I guess I'm um, I'm not doing enough. And what can I do to to make a difference? And so um, it just kind of seems like the natural progression for um, me to become the chairman. I've been on the district committee for the past few years. So, you know, kind of um, learned a little bit about that. And then um, the position is open this year. And I thought, you know, if not me, then who? So I so have a passion for my state and for my district, and 
and I would like to see some good leadership in it. So you're a real grassroots player. I mean, you came up from the bottom and uh, mm -hmm. this is, you're the one they're all scared about in the establishment, right? <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, I've, I've door knocked um, and I have to give credit to uh, one of our gals over here in Cobb County, Alicia Adams. She was the first one I ever went door knocking with and she's, um, she's a real go getter. And uh, so she was the one who taught me to door knock. And then later, um, you know, it's the, in healthcare, you know, it's the, um, see one, do one, teach one model. And so that's kind of what I did because with the Cobb County Republican women, um, I actually taught others how to get out and door knock. So yes, I have done grassroots. Mm -hmm. and I've also been in a leadership position with the Cobb women. I was um, on the executive board there for uh, a couple of years. I was vice president year before last. Mm -hmm. I saw so some of your comments at uh, the Republican women's uh, meeting earlier this week. I think I think you mentioned you had attended uh, and been selected to attend uh, leadership training by the GOP, wasn't that, wasn't that the case? Um, yes, it's called Republican Leadership for Georgia. And it was started in the early 90s by Senator Paul Coverdale, because he was one of the first Republicans, you know, ever really elected to our state in a, in a long time. And um, the story that I was told was that um, when he became uh, a senator here, that um, he had a hard time even just staffing his office with Republicans because there were so few Republicans in Georgia. And so he started this program to bring up leaders within the party. And um, I really did feel very honored. Um, there's about 500 and some odd alumni because <clears throat> they, they select about 20 people a year to go through the program from all over the state, you know, not just the metro area, but um, all over. And then throughout the year, you go to different parts of the state. Um, you know, they have sessions on um all kinds of things, local government, how to run campaigns, um, um, state government, federal government. And um, so like the session on federal government, we actually went to Washington, D.C., met with several of the, you know, the think tanks like the Heritage Foundation, places like that. So it was a very good educational opportunity for me. And uh, I feel like I it's time for me to pay it back, you know, pay back. Um, what I was given. Donna, what's the mood in the party at the grassroots level, in your opinion, in, in your district? I'm sorry, say it again. Sorry, I'm having some mic issues. So what is the mood uh, in the party at the grassroots level, in your opinion? Is it optimistic? Are people worried? Are they, um, you know, do they want to get involved? I mean, what's going on down at the grassroots level? Yeah, so what what I hear, you know, because um, what you hear when you're just out amongst um, the public as, you know, as, so, so in my, my parts of my world, that's not where I'm at a Republican party thing. Um, like if I'm, I actually do ballroom dancing, that's one of my hobbies. Yeah. And so, um, when I go to places like that, or even, you know, amongst my children who are, you know, that millennial generation, um, I hear a lot of, um, you know, a lot of frustration in the general public and a lot of distrust from politicians on both sides, really. Um, when I'm in with my Republican Party family, my um, I, I hear a lot of optimism. Um, also some frustration there. But um, I, I think everybody is um, hopeful that, um, that we can do a better job of messaging and a better job of getting um, the middle of the road people to uh, realize that 
uh, the Republican Party is the best one to represent us. You know, like even when I go to the grocery store recently, I was at um, Kroger and the young man checking me out in the checkout line. Um, you know, we said something about how expensive, you know, the groceries and all are. And, you know, and he um, he was 16, about to turn 17. And uh, but anyway, so when we were talking, I said, yeah, well, you know, remember that these prices when you go to vote the next time? And he said, oh, I'm not old enough to vote. But um, I said, well, how old are you? And I said, well, by the 2024 election, you will be old enough. So make sure you uh, get out and vote. So I even, you know, I'm hearing the young people that um, are frustrated with the way the world is right now. So did that answer that question? <laughs> I hear yeah. frustration, but I hear hope. But uh, so that's what I'm hearing at the. I guess I guess my question also was, are people uh, depressed or are they motivated to get out and work harder? Are they what? Are they motivated to get out and work harder? Um, well, the people that I am in contact with, yes, because, you know, I, I'm having contact with people who are involved in um, the party, you know, all, all kinds of different levels. So I would say yes. And then. I also hear also a lot of people that aren't involved in the party. They're um, really glad that there are people who are working for the party. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think we need um, more workers. What, definitely. When you, when you think about the, the sixth district as it's uh, existed for the last couple of years, probably, do you, do you see an opportunity to make it um, more effective, more, oh, yeah. Of, about bigger outreach, I guess, is a way to put it as you go mm -hmm. forward. Definitely. Um, so, um, you know, like when you were just asking about grassroots, well, in the in the hierarchy of our party, um, without, you know, calling a pyramid scheme, it kind of is a pyramid because, you know, you have your precinct house chairs, your precinct, um, your house district chairs, your precinct chairs, and all of that kind of falls under the um the jurisdiction, so to speak, of the county party. So the county party, I know Cobb County is working really hard with their um, their house and, and precinct chairs right now, trying to get them trained and all that. And so so that's good, you know, and then, and then you have your state party um, obligations. But the way I see it and my um, vision for the sixth district, um, even if you, in the rules, the party rules, that the purpose of the sixth congressional district committee is to work on campaigns in the district and campaigns in the state. So I see that there's a little bit of a um, kind of a bridge between the, the state level and the county level. And I see that that sixth district being that bridge. Um, and I think that we need to have definite purpose for the sixth district. And what my vision for that purpose is, is to have fundraising because I, I, I'm really kind of a little passionate right now about that subject. And like we were talking a while ago about how much money the Democrat Party has spent on the 6th Congressional District, that we need to be raising money to help financially support our district. And literally, we did no fundraising in the past couple of years. And I just feel like if we're not going to put our money where our mouth is, you know, that's a problem. I think that's a real problem because um, either you're going to, you know, have fundraising and we're going to donate money and um, support our candidates 
or the Democrats are going to be putting money and supporting their candidates. And then, you know, it's like, I know this, uh, um, you know, y'all know this, but um, it, it, we're either going to pay for it now by supporting candidates or we're going to pay for it with continued bad representation in government that keeps raising our taxes, um, spending our money where we don't want it spent and not being good stewards of our money. So I just kind of feel like we either are going to pay for it now or we're going to pay for it later. And I'd rather spend my money on the front end and support good candidates that can represent my values in government. And then the other thing that I think is very important is that we have some uh, ways to showcase our candidates. The last election cycle, there were, I believe there were nine people that ran for Congress in the sixth congressional district and the sixth district committee did nothing to uh, provide platforms or showcase those candidates. And I think that it's so important that we showcase our candidates so that they can get their message out, their qualifications out, so that the public can make better choices. Because if we're making choices that um, later down the road, we're saying, oh, well, they're not representing my values. They're not representing your values. Well, maybe we needed to find out more about them before we elected them to office instead of, you know, having buyer's remorse afterwards. So those are my two um, biggest things that I'm passionate about for the sixth district. And I'm also very passionate about us working uh, more together and, and being less um, contentious with each other. I, I noticed uh, in, as you appeared uh, during this week with the uh, Republican women of Forsyth County, one of the things that really struck me was um, as you went up to, announce your candidacy and explain a little bit about yourself. You were joined by uh, leaders from every one of the counties you mentioned, I think. And it struck me as, you know, gosh, what a difference, you know. Um, maybe maybe just talk a little bit about that, some of the people that you expect to be collaborating with as you go forward and kind of how that's how you see that kind of coming right. together. Yeah, that, that's that's a good question, too, because um, the exec the executive board is made up of several people, not just not just the chairman. Um, you know, it's made up of, you know, several vice chairs, uh, representatives from the district, the different counties that make up the district. But um, and so, for example, uh, if and when I become chairman, I really don't know who my executive board is even going to be at this point. But um I'm going to make every effort to get to know everybody that becomes a member of the board and uh, find out what everybody's strengths and weaknesses are, because, um, you know, we're all individuals. We all bring to the table um, useful backgrounds, useful skills. And so I think it's going to be important for whoever's the chairman to get to know the people on their committee so that we can, um, you know, coordinate our efforts so that we, you know, take, use the best qualities of each person. I think that um, it's important to, um, to have relationships with the different county representation so that you can be, um, you know, an effective group, not just a island in in itself. So, um, so anyway, I think that we, the people I've met, there's several new chairmen, um, even the whole fact that um, 
like Forsyth County, Dawson, Gwinnett, those weren't places on my radar, um, you know, with my Cobb County affiliations and my Fulton. I know several people in Fulton, but um, I, I, I'm finding that there's a lot. Of, I guess that goes back to when you were asking me um, what the vibe is. I feel like there's a really good vibe in, um, you know, the new leadership, not to say anything negative about the old leadership, but um, I think it's just kind of bringing some renewed energy and um, everybody I've met has been very, very nice, very um, interested in, in how we can work together. Donna, how can people help you? Where can they find out about what you're doing and help you in your efforts? Um, you mean as far as my campaign? Sure, yeah. Um, well, the main thing is um, if you haven't met me or you don't know me, um, you know, you're, you're welcome to, um, you know, reach out to me. Um, I'd be happy to talk to, to people. But, you know, mostly, um, you know, I value my reputation. I, I feel like I have a reputation as being um, a, an approachable person an ethical person. Um, somebody recently, I was at a thing and they were talking about a survey that was done about what are the most ethical um, professions and uh, nurses. I was very proud of that. Nurses ranked um, as the most ethical of the professions. So anyway, I, I feel like I'm an ethical person. I'm approachable. Um, I'm willing to listen to people. And I, I just really would like, you know, for people to, um, to pass that on to people that, you know, would be uh, rep represented at the convention. You, you may uh, uh, you may want to recall, too, that once uh, this video goes up, this will be shown uh, during the Georgia show. But in addition, up on CD Media's uh, Rumble site, there is a video a little bit longer of you speaking of uh, some of your goals and, and experience. And folks can go there to learn more. And I think we have a, I think we have a way for them to, to be able to connect with you through mm -hmm. the comments in that video. So uh, that, that may assist folks that want to learn more in the coming okay. days. When is, when is the upcoming convention, by the way? Mm -hmm. It's uh, April 22nd. So it's a week from tomorrow. And um, there's, if you're a delegate to our convention, you should have gotten an email. Um, I know some emails go to spam apparently. So um, if you didn't get your email, um, you know, be sure and look in your spam folder, but um, you register. It's going to be on the 22nd at South Forsyth High School. Mm -hmm. Starts at 10, but you need to get there a little earlier than that so that you make sure you're uh, registered and in, in the building before yeah. 10 o'clock. They treat it like the like the doors to a rock concert at 10 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> they lock them. If you're in line, you can get in. If you're not in line. Exactly. Exactly. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And that's probably a pretty good idea because uh, it's hard to get started on time sometimes. So, yeah. Todd, Todd, back to you for any other questions. I don't have any questions, Donna. We want to have you back after you win and uh, we'll oh, talk you. about the future of the sixth district. Thank you for coming on. Well, that's thank great. you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. So, there you go with Donna Watson in the sixth district for the GOP chair. Uh, before we uh, move to our next, gu next guest, Stephanie Andres from Fulton County, I just want to briefly mention our sponsor, MyPillow.com. I uh, used to go to Walmart and buy sheets, and every time I did, I would wash them once or twice, and then I'd have tie-dye sheets because all the dye would wash out of them because it's just essentially cheap garbage. 
So go to MyPillow.com right now. It has up to 80% off. Use promo code CDM and get those gifts for the new bride. Get the new college student completely outfitted. He has 600 products. Don't go to the big box retailers. Best Buy or uh, Bed Bath & Beyond is essentially bankrupt, but there's others out there. Don't give him your money. Uh, give it to Mike and help support Patriots and, uh, and save the country. So with that, I want to bring on Stephanie Andres. Stephanie, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Todd, for having me today. So uh, I wanted to speak with you and get an update on what's happening in Fulton County and uh, since you took over the, uh, the jurisdiction for the GOP. So the party's really energized and we're really starting to get people internally engaged. Um, we had a breakfast yesterday, the first. We typically have breakfast uh, the second Tuesday, but we pushed it because of spring break and Easter. But it was 82 people were there, which was a large crowd. Everybody was energized. Um, and we had Mallory Staples there to speak from the State Freedom Caucus. And it was it was really a great dynamic meeting. And now it's time to start engaging the community and start building our voter base. So I have a question for you. We've heard reports in Cherokee that there's alternate organizations being formed. Do you see anything like that in Fulton to try to pull funds away from the Fulton County GOP? Or do you, do you know anything about that? I'm just curious. I I haven't heard anything, and, and actually to the contrary in Fulton County, okay. since the election, we have started getting people re-engaging, re-signing up, increasing their membership levels, and so I'm not seeing that. Okay, well, good, good to hear. So tell us uh, what your priorities are in the near future. Priorities are to start aligning with um, like-minded Republican groups so that we can increase our base and start really talking about the issues that need to be addressed that are mm -hmm. out there and start really, um, approaching and engaging with voters that otherwise think the Republican Party is a party which we are the party of the people. We are we the people. Yeah. And getting that message across, particularly talking about the issues that concern everyone, taxes, um, children, what's happening to children with the sexualization in school, um, really talking about personal freedoms, that kind of thing. Have you ha how has the business uh, interest in Georgia responded to your, your leadership uh, in Fulton? I'm not exactly sure. I haven't heard, you know, okay. members. I haven't really heard anything. Okay. Um, I'm just asking because I know they, they're driving, you know, the Chamber of Commerce drives a lot of the agenda politically in, in the Capitol. But what, what, tell me more about the grassroots. Are, are people coming to you and say, I feel more included, I feel more heard, I feel more able to get our points across and, and get people into places where we feel good about what's going on? Absolutely. Individuals yeah. who emailed me, I've gotten them connected already. They're seeing the results of their own actions in different areas. Mm -hmm. And it's the grassroots. Businesses may think that they drive um, the policy, but at the end of the day, we the people are much larger based and we're going to get that mobilized and get that going. Well, talk to me about how you serve both of those uh, agendas, I guess. You, obviously, you have to support business because that drives people's jobs. But how do you balance that with, with, with the people themselves, which, you know, that has that balance has been off in the, in the past few years, I think. That's an interesting question. If you yeah. follow the tenets of the constitution and follow yeah. capitalism and individuals are allowed to engage in the government is not in intruding their ability to their livelihood and their, they're able to live. Um, mm -hmm. Both sides are running parallel to each other and we're all going in the same direction for the same goals. It, some businesses seem to get some um, preference because of financial backing, mm -hmm. but that's not fair to the businesses that are working their tails off that may not believe in those political. So it's 
True. To me, it's aligning the playing field and getting everybody to be focused on the same goals, which is personal freedoms, low taxes, minimal intrusion of government, and mm -hmm. move forward for all the people. What about small businesses? Have you seen people come up to you and say, wow, I'm really happy to have a voice uh, in your organization? Or, or is it's, that something you want to focus on? It's definitely something to focus on, but that naturally uh -huh. will come. Um, many of the individuals who are approaching me are small business owners that are... Yeah. You know, they don't want to be spending their profits on taxes, and the government seems to have been attacking them easily for a decade, at least, if not more. And so mm -hmm. they're more energized to make sure that their voices are heard and they're part of the process. What about dealing with the Democrats and some of the, the corruption that we see in Fulton? Are, are you, do you see your role as being out front to talk about that and confront that in the elections and in other parts of Fulton County government? particularly for elections, absolutely. Um, yeah. I am to appoint two individuals to the Board of Registration and Elections and the current appointees from the Republican Party, their terms end July 1st. And we're going through the mm -hmm. process right now of interviewing candidates in Republican Party and making sure that the that the that we're able to, to couch that. I mean, the, there have been so many people in the party who have been fighting to get people off the rolls tens of thousands of, it's not spoken about, but the Republican Party has been responsible for tens of thousands of names being taken off of those voter rolls since yeah. the 2020 election. So it's maintaining that and it's going to start once once we're able to get some strong individuals. I'm not saying the other individuals weren't strong. They are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what I'm saying is the view today is different than pre the county election and getting visibility and getting strong individuals who can work with the party and we can be part of the solution and support their efforts instead mm -hmm. of them working by themselves. Well, last question. What about the machines? I mean, if, if, do you have a position on that? Do, do you think Georgia should move to, well, I have two, two part question, machines and Eric, what are your thoughts on those two situations? I think Eric is a, is a large problem and that many states are walking away from it. And we need to really look at that and say, mm -hmm. um, you know, we have noticed some strange things coming out of Eric when people are removed from the list. I can't say that I, that I have strong documentation before that, but Eric definitely mm -hmm. needs to be looked at. And then I've received some information even about the machines, but it it's about having access behind the scenes back doors, which may not necessarily be the machines themselves. It's how they were established and how you can have access. So it's definitely needs to be looked at and better appreciated and communicated that information because the best way to get strong voters to come out is to know that their vote counts and they can rely on the fact that who they vote for is actually where the vote goes. Thank you for all your uh, candid remarks to my uh, direct questions, because sure. these are issues that people are very concerned about. Um, how can people help you? How can they get involved in the party in Fulton? I mean, what would you like to see from the citizenry? And do you have enough support right now from the grassroots? We'll never have enough support. We have a tremendous base right now that's come forward, but we need to be much bigger. They can definitely email info at FultonGOP.com. They mm -hmm. can come to the website, FultonGOP.com, start identifying themselves and how they can get involved. We have events that are going on. There's an event this Thursday, um, Alive in Roswell, where um, mm -hmm. the city has a you know engagement and we'll have a tent there. If you see the Republican Party, come stop by, talk to your friends and neighbors. We are each other's um, neighbors, just because they might wear a Republican doesn't mean that they're not a, a normal citizen. So um, just email us, let us know, and we'll get you involved. 
And are uh, are all the uh, and I, I'm not sure how the organization is in Georgia because I'm in Florida, but are, are all the committeemen slots filled in Fulton, or do you still have openings in the GOP side? No, we still have plenty of openings for precinct chairs. I believe the House district chairs may be close to, if not fully filled, but the precincts, and that's a focus of ours. We've started that initiative. We started that strategy. We've even we're even partnering with Turning Point to help us recruit individuals to be in those precincts so that we can build a strong base for an election. Yeah, I mean, that's been the nationwide focus. It surprises me that a county like Fulton, and it's really across the country, still don't have the kind of participation from the grassroots GOP to fill those slots where it can really make a difference and vote people into office. But I thank you. The, Go the ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The leadership no, no. right now is giving the power to individuals in the party to create that and to reach reach out to do that. And so that's gonna, that's the difference since March 11th, the county convention. And by the presidential election, there's going to be significant mm -hmm. differences. And I hope to hear your feedback as you're working throughout the, the uh, county and let me know what you're hearing. We will be in touch and I want to have you back because uh, Fulton is key to really the future of the whole country. Absolutely, I mean, it is. The presidential, Absolutely. you know, 24 election, all of it. So, yep, 100%. Thank you, Stephanie. Thanks thank for coming you so on. Much, Take God. care. Bye. You too. Bye. Now we've got David Olds, who is running for the 11th district GOP chair, uh, talking to all of the counties that we can. Uh, we're actually waiting on David to come on, so I'll give him a couple minutes. Let me talk to you about one of our other uh, uh, sponsors. If you are an investor and you are interested in dual-use technologies or using accessing capital that is protected or is not tied to the Chinese Communist Party, and really focused on mission-focused investing, you can check out stonylonesomegroupllc.com. Check them out and uh, visit them and talk to them about what they're doing to try to really save the technology space in the U.S. With that, I'm going to bring on David. David, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Pretty good. Uh, thank you. I'm happy to be here. I think Chris Mora is also with us. I'm going to bring him on, and he he's a colleague of yours. I'm not sure. Yes. There he is. Hey, Chris. Hello. So, uh, David, let's start with you. Tell us about what's happening in the 11th District. Why are you running and what do you want to accomplish? Well, the 11th District, as you know, has changed considerably in the last uh, uh, redistricting. Now, instead of the traditional counties, we're now part of four different counties and we spend mm -hmm. Uh, some communities that have some significant differences with Pickens and Bartow still being largely rural, um, but starting to see some development with some counties that are already very, very developed, such as Cobb and counties that are in the middle and are trying to deal with the onslaught of development and the change of the demographics of the electorship that they're dealing with, like Cherokee. So um, what, what I see is a very different 11th district than we've had. And so the challenge here, I think now, is to how to reach across those four constituencies and to, to develop the kind of base and support and unity through the party that we're going to need to be able to not just elect uh, new conservative Republicans to uh, the positions as they open, but also to make sure that our existing elected representatives are uh, representing the will of the people and are be responsive and responsible 
to those people that elected them. So I think that is the challenge in front of us. In terms of um, why I'm running, um, first off, uh, I, I do represent the conservative Republican background. Um, that has been my life. I've always been in that. I think that I well represent the people of uh, this district as a result of that. Um, but more to the point, I have had the fortune, the good fortune to participate as a member of the 11th District Committee in the past and seen the kind of things that uh, have been taking place. Now, some of us for, for some time have felt that it may not be the best uh, situation for the head of the 11th District to represent or to be from a firm that very conspicuously operates in the government space. And that is, they operate um, a for-profit organization that capitalizes upon activity in the political space in order to generate their income. Uh, most of us, I think, like myself, um, are not dependent upon this for their living. We volunteer our time. Um, the result of the election, the result that we obtain are consistent only with the values that we bring to the table and are not uh, dependent in whole or in part upon whether or not we've made enough money this year uh, to, to satisfy our partners or our spouses or whoever else you may be financially responsible to. Um, and I think, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for Brad Carver before he was uh, uh, stepped out as a result of redistricting, um, but I do think that it was difficult for him to avoid any influence of the position that he heard, had, and he was chair of the, the, his firm's government relations group and everything that represents. Um, I had heard some criticism in the past that he had even gone so far as endorsing some Democratic candidates in certain races. And there are a number of people within our Republican Party that seemed to have a good bit of problem with that. Mm -hmm. And so I saw a need to uh, potentially reestablish some strong conservative independent leadership in the 11th district, even before the redistricting had taken place. Now, since that's happened, we've had Lisa and Lisa is extremely enthusiastic and hardworking and very bright, but Lisa unfortunately represents um, more of, uh, of Brad's administration than any uh, true alignment, I think, with the conservative values that now, a, especially a changed 11th district represents. Um, the, the kind of 11th district that operated under Brad Carver and under Lisa after him is not the kind of 11th district that represents the values, certainly, I believe, in either Pickens County or Bartow County. And so there, there is a need uh, here. And certainly a lot of voices that I've heard in the time that I've known people in both Cobb County and um, in Cherokee County, both on which I'm proud to say I have lived for a period of time in both of those counties and have gotten to know people in both of them. So I think that the kind of sentiment that I hear in both Bartow and Pickens is also reflected in those two counties. And so I think a change of leadership now uh, is in order and would be welcomed by a 
a lot of the, the true Republicans in those in those two counties. Well, corporate capture has been a big so, problem across Georgia now for some time, and we're, I think the Georgia citizens are feeling the results of that. Uh, Chris, what do you have to add to that? You're running for vice chair in the 11th district. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the, the same reason I'm running for vice chair is the same reason I ran for chair of Pickens. You know, I had a problem with coming to party meetings and I really wanted to see things kind of done differently. Mm -hmm. And I think we have in the last two years, you know, we've, we've grown, we've, we've worked with other counties to, 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 to come together, to have events, to secretary of state debate, which makes me laugh. The ninth district just had their convention and awarded us Pickens County was no longer in the ninth an award at their convention for, for having an event with some of their other counties. Um, but, you know, it's doable. I just didn't understand that when we were invited, and I'll never forget this, and actually it's the same day we actually met David. Mm -hmm. We were invited to come to the 11th district, you know, before redistrict or right after redistricting. And we all sat there and we looked and just heard the fighting that goes on. And I was like, wow. We were members of the 9th and the 14th that had way a ton more counties part of it. And we all got along. We all had a common reason to be there. Mm -hmm. And you got four counties that or at that time, three, because, again, we really weren't officially part that can't get along. Mm -hmm. And it just blew my mind. And I'm like, wow, we need to do something about this. Because what are the, what are the major differences? Is it is it really establishment versus America first or what do you Absolutely. see? I mean, yeah. that, that is really what it is. But I mean, no one's made an effort. No one has made an effort to sit down, bring the leaders of the different, because there's tons of groups and that should tell you something. If all of a sudden your area has a ton of groups within, within the counties, there is a problem with your party. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, it's, can we, can we not sit down? Can we try to, and again, at least an attempt. Can we try to see that we all have a common common reason to be participating? Or is it that we're just never gonna get get gonna gonna get over it and you're gonna have your politics and I'm gonna have mine? It's it just it, it, it it's goofy. And it's just like when I come to Pickens, I may not or when I became chair of Pickens, my job is to represent the area that I represent, right? Not mm -hmm. to guide them based on my politics. And I think that's what we're lacking is we're, well, we're not we, allowing the community to guide where, where the, uh, where, where the group is going. Well, you know, I'm part of the GOP in Florida and we've, the, the unity call is out there all the time, but unity in a lot of people's minds means, you know, do what I want. Otherwise you're not, you're not united. So I, I think that those who want to drive the country forward, uh, with the America First agenda, really, really have to also not just call for, you know, let's all get along, but let let's drive the agenda that the people want, which I, is I think what you're trying to say. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, and that, and I agree with that 100 percent with with Chris' point on that. Uh, it it seems to be very much of the traditional 11th, that is the 11th before the recent change and before we came into it that it was very much a top-down looking organization. Mm -hmm. You know, Chris and I come from counties now that very much expect their elected representatives to talk to them, to explain themselves, and to answer for how they go about 
fulfilling the desires of the constituencies that they represent. Unfortunately, uh, in the prior 11th, the way it was formulated, it seemed to be very much the other way, that the 11th viewed itself as being a vehicle for making sure that the existing politicians uh, managed to be reelected and that we kept the lid on the constituencies that we were part of. Mm -hmm. And so we were supposed to make it possible for the politicians to continue to exist. And instead of us trying to ensure that those politicians were following the will of the people. And I think that's very much of, uh, that Chris and I are, are greatly in alignment on this kind of uh, expectation that we want our elected representatives to come and talk to us and to be responsible and to explain to us how it is that they're implementing the will of the people that put them there. And if they're not implementing that, come and explain why we should accept that that's what they're doing, that there are things that we don't know about or there's something, some reason that they did these things. That that's we... why they, they, they need to be challenged. There's yeah. nothing wrong with challenging and asking a question. Hey, Mr. Representative, why did you vote for this bill? And right. I want a real answer and not just one of those, you know, <clears throat> one of these one of these responses that just kind of put us off. Yeah. You know, we expect that. I, I know we've, we've done it a couple of times and people are like, how dare you ask a representative those questions? And it's like, well, because I want to know. That's well, why. you know, being in the media business, these people, a lot of the representatives have not had any media accountability and they they're not used to it and they don't like it and they definitely don't like it coming from citizens as well so i think you guys are definitely on the right track anything else you want to add david yeah there are there are that that of course is is a key consideration but there are other ones the the part of part i think when, when chris came in is when i had moved out and and i was redistricted out of the 11th district committee for a short period of time and um, I think we both saw uh, at that point that there was really no effort of, of involving the various counties that were part of the 11th district. They wanted us to support them. They wanted us to work. They wanted our money. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. But what they didn't want was to have to come and, and hear what it is that we had to say. So there would be one or two people um, from the outlying counties on these on the committee, but they really did not really want to hear what we had to say. And I think our experience was the same. If you raise a dissenting voice in these meetings, you're going to be immediately shut down or you're going to be ostracized. No one is listening. Well, guys, they're certainly how, not taking into account. I was going to say, how, we, we've got to go, but how, how can we uh, help you? How can people get in touch with you? Where do people go to find out about your candidacy, et cetera? Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, they can uh, reach me a couple of different ways. I certainly encourage people to contact me directly. Um, my number is always open there. I do have a Facebook account. It's Dave for 11th Circuit or 11th District uh, GOP, and they can go to that. Um, I'm happy to give my uh, phone number to anybody that wants to talk to me, 678-641-0020. Um, you can find my uh, email address out there on the Facebook page. Um, I encourage everyone to get involved. I certainly want to hear what everyone within the 11th district has to say. 
because that's what I want to do is make sure their voices are heard. Chris, anything that's to add? If anybody needs to reach me and anybody knows, if you ever go to the G our, our Pickens GOP website, the phone numbers ring to me um, or to send me an email, chair at pickensgop.org, and I will absolutely uh, reach back out to you. Thanks, guys. I, I have a feeling we'll have you back on down the road. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. All Thank right. You. Thank you very much. I want to bring on my colleague, Bill Quinn who is the muscle behind the Georgia record. Hi, Bill. Thanks for coming hey, on. Hey, good, good afternoon, Todd. How are you? Good, good. So let's briefly talk about Cherokee and what's going on there, uh, in your opinion. Well, it's, it's been a, been a very interesting few days. Um, on Thursday of last week, apparently there was a, a launch of a, uh, an organization known as the Cherokee County Republican Coalition. And um, some folks began reporting that this was going on. They talked about the name of the organization and so forth. And so we began digging into it on Thursday and Friday. What we've learned so far is it appears to be a brand new organization that is split off in some ways from the uh, Republican Party in specifically Cherokee County. Um, I had the opportunity to speak to some members of this new organization and ask them, you know, what is this about and what is what is driving it? And uh, they mentioned that, in part, it is in line with what Governor Kemp has said about looking beyond the current GOP party uh, for his support going forward. Now, does that mean it's going to be a party with candidates or is it a fundraising mechanism? That isn't mm -hmm. completely clear yet. But more importantly, it's in line with things that Kemp has said publicly. Um, there's been articles over the last several months where Kemp um, somewhat discouraged with his support from the existing Republican Party has said, we need to get beyond this. We need a we need a party that can win. Um, some people are actually in, speculating in words, it may party, not be as much about. I, I was going to say, in other words, a party that a can party ensure that, his that power. Kemp can count yeah. on to support him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. rather than supporting their ideals and, and hopes and in uh, their candidates. Um, it's it's no surprise that, you know, Kemp has had harsh things to say uh, about President Trump in the past months and, and perhaps years. Um, and uh, in, in fact, has been to a number of um, Republican events during his campaign last year where he actually got booed. And it was publicly acknowledged that his support was was weak, to say the least. And so um, this does not come as much of a surprise, but it does form the question, is this a one county move just for Cherokee or is this somehow broader? Is not it just the first of what may be other counties moving in such the same direction? Um, yeah. Cherokee is uh, actually quite interesting because you, you'll recall and listeners will recall that we reported that in a number of counties, Cherokee being one, uh, the uh, the uh, Republican uh, conventions, county conventions that were held last month, elected, uh, in many cases, America first slates of candidates. So not traditional Republican um, leaders in these counties, but grassroots, real mm -hmm. hard nosed conservatives that say we want to do it differently. And uh, notably, some of the people that appear to be associated with this new organization are, in fact, some of the folks that did not win 
re-election or did not win election in Cherokee County. So it's really fascinating. A lot of moving parts to this one. And uh, we're going to have eyeballs on. We've got more data coming in by the day. And and I suspect this is going to be uh, an interesting dynamic over the coming months. I think you're right. I think the appearance by Kemp at the World Economic Forum kind of destroyed any future he had in Georgia. That was really a, an eye-opening move for many. Yeah. It was interesting that uh, uh, another uh, another news uh, personality tried to get Kemp to disclose some of his meetings while mm-hmm. at uh, Davos, and he, um, you know, uh, elected not to talk about those and referred the uh, the gentleman to his office. So I wonder, uh, I wonder if a, a review of the actual meetings that he took while in Davos would would be enlightening to some. Might be worth looking yeah. into. For sure. Bill, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back you bet. next Thank week. Thank you, Todd, as always. Take care. So just to wrap up, uh, please sign up for our No Ad subscriptions. Uh, please sign up for our newsletters of the Georgia Record. We need more traffic. We're not getting as much of an impact uh, traffic-wise as we should be across Georgia. So please help us and uh, support us uh, with our sponsors. So with that, I'll see you next week.